0: Okay. Did I have a good time at Seth? Absolutely. Should you go? Absolutely.
1: Welcome to the RC Roundtable podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, model reviews, and a whole lot more. Welcome to episode 173 of the RC Roundtable where we cry havoc and let loose the planes of war. Oh, and also Lee and Terry and Fitz. Welcome Uh, to the Fitz Show. Yeah. (laughs) This is going to change it now.
2: It's been a while since you've done one of your animated intros, so I'm glad (laughs) you're back.
1: (laughs) I feel animated today, I guess.
2: At first, I thought you were doing a Vincent Price imitation. Then you rolled your R's, and I was lost. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we do. i want walking it. <laughs> But it was fun anyway.
1: All right. Well, now that you're awake, yeah. hopefully. Everyone's awake. Everyone's awake. You're listening to us? We're yes. their car is... off the road now. This will not be the podcast we're falling asleep with, I guess. No.
2: Not yet, anyway.
1: Well, anyways, uh, as I said before, this is the RC Roundtable, and we're going to talk RC stuff, aren't we? Probably. I think yes. so. Okay. Yeah. Good, 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 good. So, where do we start?
2: Mm, I think each of us have one thing, but Lee's topic is huge. So, yeah, uh, he, he points silently to his hat for yeah. all you out there in radio land.
1: So, Lee, um, do you want to hold your powder or do you want to let loose on everything now? Save the
0: best for last. Okay, right, then Lee goes first. And,
2: oh. Just kidding, buddy. <laughs> just kidding. All right. So let me get mine out of the way. Um, since mine's short and sweet, my topic is short and sweet. Um, I think, did I talk about it on the show last time, that I have the eFlight F-14? I know I talked to you guys about it, but I can never remember if it's just a thing offline or on the I show. I don't so. remember either. All
1: right. Well, well, now we know. I guess you yeah. have the E-Flight F-14, huh?
2: Yeah, I'm doing it as a review, and... Uh there's no assembly. We've talked about yours before, Fit, so I don't want to get into too much detail, but um I've already maidened it and I thought it was kind of interesting because yeah. Um, I don't have the battery for it yet. That got delayed in shipping. And- <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: is this a free flight glider? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you put a rubber, Not quite. He put,
0: he put fourteen NICADs in it. <laughs> well, <laughs> it-
1: tied it to a string and just pulled it. Just just dragged along. He the dressed over. them
0: all up as as sidewinders. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Are you guys done yet? Finished. No, <laughs> You Get opened
0: it. that Pandora's box, buddy. Get it out of your system.
1: Uh, what else? Um, dropped off the top of a house. You
2: just uh, ran around the room holding it, making jet noise, noises out of your mouth. None of those things are correct. It actually oh. flew under its own power as intended. Okay. So here's the, the quick and dirty story. I wasn't planning to fly it, I was planning to go and stage some flight photos because a model like this, it's tough to, to get flight shots. So typically what I'll do is I'll stage some photos and then Photoshop them to, to get rid of whatever I was propping the airplane up with.
1: Hey, you're not supposed to tell people that.
2: Oh yeah. Am I giving away trade secrets? (laughs) You didn't hear that. Yeah. Ignore that you heard that. Now, obviously we actually fly the plane. We, you know, don't, fake the whole thing. But just for in the interest of good photography, I will sometimes stage photos. And that's what I was planning to do with the F-14, because like I said, I did not have the battery for it yet. Um, so I took it to the field when I was uh, planning to fly one night, took it with me, and was just going to have somebody help me out to stage the photos, yada, yada, yada. And so I got that done. And... One of the people there said, Well, aren't you going to fly it? I'm like, No, I don't have the battery. They're like, Well, what battery does it need? I'm like, well, <laughs> a, a Spectrum 4S 2200.
0: I got 3S. I got 4S. I got your 5S way down here at the
2: bottom. <laughs> Just like that. He's like, Oh, you mean this? So a buddy of mine had one there charged. Here's the clincher. It had the opposite Velcro. This F 14 comes with the, the prickly side on the airplane, which is the opposite of what I do.
1: Yes. Um, so who's opposite?
2: Everybody else in the world. But you. But me, right? Me.
1: No, I have the prickly side on a battery.
2: Yeah, it's me and Fitz against the world. No. That's right. No,
0: no. All right. We're not gonna dig up this no, debate, though. Know, no. It's absolutely wrong. Just right. letting you know. We already had a poll. But
1: you lost. One thing, um Lee, you sound a little low in your volume. Is that cheer up, buddy? Come on. I,
0: I sound
2: low, I'm right here.
1: Oh uh, Terry, doesn't he sound a little his volume a little low?
2: Um, I was not catching that, but maybe. Okay.
0: So, I'm yeah. right here. I'm testing one, right. two, three. I'm right at my mic. I can crank it up to 11. <laughs> All but right. Maybe, so maybe his headset's down low. No, what, do you guys th- fine. what do you guys think? Those of you listening, all of <laughs> and obviously Send us like, so a letter
1: to 1315 uh, Leeway Lane uh, Washington. Okay, <laughs> okay.
0: while well, you guys talk, and this is the best part of not being live. I'm going to pause my mic and let you guys chat while I go do some investigative work. Okay. Are you really? But you'll miss my story. Well, I can hear you I'm just going to mute my mic and troubleshoot. I'm sorry I'll if you guys can't hear me. I'll miss Real-time your little
2: retorts. Okay. <laughs> so picking up where I left off, um, my buddy had the battery needed. It actually had the correct Velcro, which is opposite of everything I own. And I said, well, the universe is speaking to me. I better fly this airplane.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And so we have a grass runway, no Petromat or pavement or anything like that. So I decided I was going to see if it would take off from the grass. It's fairly short. And I did a couple of attempts um, of going down the grass, and you could tell it was just right at that hairy edge of wanting to take off, but it couldn't quite push through to to get the speed it needed. And it, it wouldn't rotate is the problem. And so the next plan was going to be to hand launch it. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Before I do that, let me see if this will work. And what I did was the main gear has two prongs where it inserts, And the wheels are near the back prong, so it's kind of offset. And the wheels are obviously behind the center of gravity. So what I did was I put the main gear in backwards, so it was very light on the nose at that point. And I tried the rolling takeoff one more time, and wouldn't you know it, it rotated and took off from the grass in that
1: orientation. Pretty clever.
2: Yeah. So I was happy with myself for that. Um, But by this point, it was a little bit cloudy, and the sun was going down, so the lighting conditions weren't the best. And I don't know what your experience has been so far with yours fits, but as we talked about all gray airframe, uh, the camouflage pattern works pretty well. So I was finding that orientation was not the best. I got in a full flight, but uh, I didn't try anything fancy with it. I just took it up, flew it around, did some wing sweep. I don't even think I did full sweep yet, Um, but I took it to the forward position, the mid position, and then brought it in for an uneven full landing. Little buggers fast. Yeah, yeah, quick little guy. Yeah. and uh,
1: <laughs> It doesn't help because it's kind of small too, so you got to be real careful.
2: <laughs> right. And even with safe off and high rates on, it takes a lot of stick movement to to get it around. Would you agree with that? It's not light uh, on the
1: sticks. Yeah, well, you mean with the wings swept back?
2: Um, well, down? I don't know. I haven't had them all the way back yet, but let's just say with the oh, wings okay. forward.
1: Uh, it wasn't too bad. I'm trying to remember. It's been a little while since I've flown it. But, yeah, uh, I found it pretty, pretty good with the wings out. Uh, very responsive for the most part. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, I think I did have to crank on the elevator a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but um, with, well, I think I've always flew in high rates. So uh, by far, i find yeah. pretty stable, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, very stable.
2: Um, but I haven't ventured below high rates yet just because it was, it didn't seem twitchy at all on high rate rates. Yeah,
1: yeah. So. Did Here, you but- use the... Um, the recommend setup from the – did you download the file from the from – I didn't download computer? it, but I replicated it. Okay.
2: So, yeah, I'll probably get rid of the uh, motor cut because it's an EDF. What are you going to do?
1: Yeah, yeah, really. Hurting anybody. I, I
2: figure I'm more likely to accidentally flip that switch in flight than I am to hurt myself with the 40-millimeter EDFs.
1: It's funny, he said you never fully swept the wings. I never half swept them. I always forget that there's a middle position. So okay. I was either all the way out or all the way in. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't until after i flown a few times, I was like, hey, wait a minute, there's a mid position. I probably forgot about it.
2: Yeah. So anyway, I was happy with the results. I'm glad the landing gear mod worked. Not that it would have been bad to hand launch it, but I just wanted to take it off from the ground. And, you know, yeah, I'm surprised i
1: was surprised it was able to take it. off from grass. Yeah. Did you see, did you read in a manual where they talked about hand launching? Yeah. There was a couple of interesting things I noted. Well, it was they gave a pretty descriptive uh, procedure for hand launching, which I thought was interesting. But they also said that it can sense when you hand launch it, right? Which I thought was really interesting. Apparently, the whatever they use for AS3X or whatever, when you hand launch it, they and and again, like we were talking about before, how about AS3X or safe mode? Excuse me, would be good for hand launching. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they said. They said please put it in safe mode when hand launching it.
2: Yeah, and don't call us if you break it.
1: Yeah, don't call us if you break it, and it also will detect your hand launch. It detects the acceleration, and it does something with the trims or it gives automatic up elevator or something like that. I forgot exactly what Yeah. It
2: yeah, yeah. yeah I'm the I'm a little bit um, apprehensive to hand launch it only because I haven't found a comfortable way to hold it oh. I think I have pretty big hands, but to span both of those ducts is...
1: Uh, pretty don't big. be, it's, it, I, I did a hand launch and it's an absolute sweetheart. It's when you cake.
2: were flying. You, okay. Good. That's yeah, reassuring.
1: I, I hand launched it myself. It was very, very easy to hand launch.
2: Okay, cool. So obviously that was my only flight so far. I haven't been able to get back out to the field and the weather's been pretty crappy. So I'm looking forward to going back out there and trying this thing again and sweeping the wings all the way and uh, <laughs> feeling it out. But anyway, it's a lot of fun so far. It's always I guess this is just another symptom symptom of being an RC lifer, but I still get excited by every maiden flight. It never gets boring. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. There's there's always something. There's always a possibility of something going wrong. Your trims being out of whack, or you never know. So yeah, and it's new plane,
2: right? Well, even the one I talked about last time, that Goldberg Eagle, a stupid 40 size trainer, right? Yeah. What's What's easier than that? But it's still exciting to fly it for the first time. So new plane. Each plane has its own little quirks and nuances. Yeah. It does.
0: So, Terry, if you fly someone else's plane, is that a maiden for the first time?
2: If it has flown, but not me?
0: Yes, but if you're flying no. someone else's place for the first time, you've had no experience flying with it, don't know the characteristics, is that a maiden?
2: No, no. The, so the whole calling? premise of a maiden is that it's the airplane's first time. It's an yeah, unproven but... airplane.
0: But we've also modified that to say re-maiden. Yeah, if you've changed something. again, (laughs) you know, the first was just a test. This is the Uh, real maiden. (laughs) So what was your
2: question? What do you call it? The first time you fly somebody else's airplane? Yeah. Uh, I don't think you need a name for that.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure there are a lot of people wetting themselves when they are flying plywood overcast. Going, <laughs> uh, what am I doing here? What do you mean? Everything's on the right stick. <laughs> we'll talk about yeah. it. But I'm just kind of curious what that word should be used because there were some people who were very cautious about flying plywood overcast. As as they, should they be. yeah, right.
2: <laughs> so we got to find a word for that. Okay. Yeah, we'll come up with something yes, So it be. To yeah, all mm-hmm. you listeners out there, what's the word for? The first time flying a buddy's airplane. Keep it PG. Yeah. Or PG-13, whatever. All right. So that's my story. I haven't done much else RC-wise. I could tell another quick story about using RC technology at home.
0: Hey, but real quick, is my mic better? Because I did notice a glitch, Fitz. Yeah, I was
1: just going to say, you do sound louder. Yes.
0: Okay. I did notice something was off, so thank you.
1: Continue. Well, continue. I should have known continue. better than asked Terry. He's got a tin ear anyways. <laughs> I had a broken heart. <laughs> he didn't tell me my mic was off last time we had the live show with Bruce. I thought I did. No. But not. I
2: didn't. Well, I all right, specifically
1: yeah. asked, how's my audio sound? And you said, fine. <laughs> and it was the wrong microphone that was on. Yeah, totally
2: <laughs> my fault there. <laughs>
1: well, you gotta tell me. Lee would have told me, I
2: know. Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: I, I noticed it right away the first time I heard the
2: audio. I was like,
0: uh, I think that's not his microphone. <laughs> anyway, what was what is, what is the other story you had for us, Terry? Sorry we stepped on you. All right,
2: so um, just a quick little anecdote. I've got this little water pump that I use to get the water out of my John boat that's on the lake. So I don't cover it up. So when it rains, it just fills with however much water. And I've got this little... Electric powered pump I got off Amazon. I'm not sure what the intended use is for, but this is probably close to it. Um, It's a little wand, I don't know, 18 inches long, and it's got a a flexible um, exhaust tube. And it's like a 12 volt, 12 volt pump or something. No, it's designed to run on two D cells. Oh, really? And yeah, and it works well enough. It's very simple. I think it's just a direct drive motor. No logic to it. It's just a on-off switch. And so I used that last year and it worked okay, but I would notice I would put fresh batteries in it. And then a few days later, if I went to use it again, it would barely work. So it was just eaten through batteries. And for economic reasons, I thought, well, before next summer, I'm going to convert this. And what I ended up doing a few weeks ago was ripping out the parts that hold the 2D cells and I wired in a single A123 cell. So what is that, 3.6 volts instead of 3 volts? And I had an EC30 connector. And then I, everything else is the same. That one cell fits in the same space that the 2Ds did. The switch is the same. Anyway, it's like a half hour project to solder this thing up. Um, I think it works better for a couple reasons. There's a little bit more voltage. Um, there's probably less resistance because it's solder connections rather than just friction. But what I found is the darn thing has a voltage leak. So if that battery, the first time I used it, I turned it on, I um, pumped some water out, then I put it away, and a couple days later, even the A123 was run down to almost nothing. A parasitic leak. Something. And they call it Uh, voltage parasite or parasitic leak? I've just heard it called voltage leak. So even when it was turned off, there was some sort of draw that would pull down a battery within a couple days. So that's what was on my D cells. Yeah.
1: They call it a leakage current too. I think would be another way of staying. Yeah. It. but anyway. I can't
2: imagine where it's coming from because this it's thing is so simple. It was or turned you, off. Yeah. Turn powered up. There must be like some, some sort you, of connection through the switch. That's, that's what I say. You hate
0: switches. You've always warned about switches. So it's gotta be in that.
2: Yeah. So now I just, I've got that EC30 so I can just unplug it. What kind of switch? It, can you tell if it's a mechanical <laughs> switch? Switch to one of those <laughs> like yeah, big the on the Blade bone. switch? Exactly. Yeah. It's just a two-position mechanical rocker. Nothing fancy. Hmm. So anyway, but you know, I can just unplug it now, and it's fine, now that I know what's going on. But dadgum, that thing works way better now than even with fresh D batteries. It, it <laughs> works way better now. So I should have done that a long time ago. Anyway, but I always get like a little tickle when I use my RC knowledge to fix something that's totally not related to RC. So the same reason that I have Dean's plugs on my trolling motor and stuff like that. (laughs) And I've got a a little vacuum around the house that same thing. It uses an A123 pack that I
1: whipped up. I I did something similar. My wife came home with a little, what the heck was it? It was like a little electric broom. Can't remember if it was a vacuum or just an br- electric broom kind of thing, and she bought it at a, a garage sale, and it didn't have the battery in it. So ah. I rigged up, yeah, I rigged up one of my two cell lipos for it for it, and it worked great. <laughs> yeah. so
2: I, re- I did that for. We have a dustbuster that the whole family uses, and I had to put a sticker on there, like when you hear it start to slow down, turn it off. yeah <laughs> <laughs> There's no voltage cutoff in this. Turn it um, off.
0: Yeah, turn it off, or the batteries will die. Yeah. So I'm going to jump in now for our listeners and say, I think that's a fun little project, Terry. We, you know, like on my last contest, I asked people to submit a photo of their favorite plane. So now I think we're going to do the little Terry project. I don't have a prize, by the way, but I would love for you guys, if you're on our Facebook page, post or share a photo of some home project you've used your RC technology to uh, upgrade to such as a shop vac or what what is it? Would you have a
2: Terry? Like Uh, a dustbuster? A dust
0: dustbuster, Yeah
2: yeah dirt Um, devil
0: that's what it was i think those are the little red ones to be cool
2: yeah um it's funny there's a a couple years ago i saw a post on facebook where uh, a music repairman or instrument musical instrument repairman uh showed pictures of a tuba that he had fixed and the valves had all sorts of linkages and stuff and he used dubro ball links on the linkages for this tuba (laughs) yeah, <laughs> so. it looks really good too so it's just I don't know, to me it's always uh fun to see that kind of stuff
1: yeah it kind of reminds me of when i used to work at a hobby shop every once in a while somebody would come in with some harebrained idea about something totally un- not model related but i was looking for something to kind of uh, do fix a something or another a project and that was always fun to talk to people like that
2: to yeah
1: try to figure out how to help them it's not the same thing, but
0: I use Deans connectors on my solar setup for my trailer. So the 12 volt converter module. So when I'm running 24 volts on my solar setup, it converts it to, to 12. I use Deans so that the light panel in the trailer has just one input for a Deans connector and I can choose either one. So uh-huh. it just makes it easy to plug in disconnect. So I don't know. I mean it's I guess it's it's the same premise, you know. But because it's an RC trailer. But uh, yeah, I mean, I use Dean Connector a lot. In fact, I was telling Fitz when we went to New Creations to get stuff, I I just said, you know, I'm just going to buy a whole bunch of Dean's Connectors. Now, (laughs) all he had were the expensive ones, the new ones Uh, that have the the high ones. (laughs) Yeah, so I was paying a lot of money for these connectors, but I got them anyway, so I I will
2: put them to use. All right, cool. And, you know, if we're digging into it, really, I think this is further evidence that, RC for kids is just a huge STEM gateway. You learn these practical skills of working with your hands and making things happen. It's one-to-one, right? It's a very direct application there. So is if we needed more evidence to that, there it is. Are you listening, FAA? <laughs> Soulless ghouls. Anyway. All right. That's all I had. And it was even more than I was planning to talk about. So I think your up fits.
1: Me? All right. Well, I had a couple of things. Let's see. Um where do I start? Well, speaking of airplanes, uh, I think did I say mention last show that I got one of the new ultra sticks? Don't point one. 1- Mitre, you did ultra stick yeah. this came out yep yep yeah i had a chance to fly it last weekend and do some video it will be a review on my channel and a uh, very nice flying model it was uh, uh it took only like two seconds really to put together there's not much to put together in it very lightweight structure and uh what's interesting is there uh it it's a biden fly so it comes already ready to go even though it's a balsa wood and stuff, but there's uh, provisions to split the flaps from the ailerons, and I thought it was interesting way they decided to do that. It's an optional thing, so it only came with servos for regular ailerons, basically full-span ailerons, but between, you can see that the ailerons and flaps are actually sectioned off, they're segmented, and you look closely, there's two little teeny tiny wood dowels that connect the two, and so you take a hacksaw or razor saw and you just cut those dowels, and voila, you instantly got a flap and aileron or are split, and you pop in another servo for the aileron. Uh, there's a spot for it, and then you've got them mixed. I thought that was interesting the way they did that. In case you, uh, they kept it simple for most flyers, but if you wanted to do separate them, this uh, gives you the provision. And they give you the control rods for the for the extra control surfaces, but okay. they don't use a servo. You have to buy the servo separately.
0: Did it? So there's an extension already run out to that servo.
1: No, you got a broad an extension, too. But the wing's not very big, so you can fish it out. You should be able to fish it out pretty easily. Okay. Uh, and, and the bottom of the wing is transparent, so it's transparent red, so you can oh, see nice. everything. So it's real yeah. nice. Uh,
2: the mini Ultra Stick, the, the precursor to this one, had split the ailerons and flaps, but I don't remember if it was an option to do full-span ailerons or if you had to do the flaps.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I don't think it was an option to do full-span. Well, I don't know. I don't remember. I, yeah, me neither. It's been yeah, too Yeah, but I just thought that was interesting. Uh, and, and it's funny, you set the, I set the Ailerons up per the manual and it was pretty sprightly. <laughs> they may have thought if you had them split, that's the throws you want, but with a full span that that sucker would roll, rolls like a drill bit on high rates.
2: There's low rate, high rate, fit rate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, good power. Three cells is good. Um, mild sport flying four cells. It, it goes straight up. Uh it was very, it's, uh, they can tell that it's a, it's a, a lightweight plane. Cause when you throttle back, it just really, is very floaty surprisingly oh. floaty on it. So, uh, anyways, it's a fun Plane came down in one piece, had a good time with it and you will see my, uh, I'm working, editing the video now, so I should have it done hopefully by tomorrow,
2: uh, cool. Friday. So I have it up. Is that a oh. video only review?
1: Yeah. Video only.
2: Okay. Nice. And uh, you work fast. It takes More a lot fast. of work to well yeah it takes oh. a lot of work to put together those videos and edit them and it, all that.
1: It does and I need uh, i mean, I'm experimenting with a faster way of doing it so hopefully it looks like it's going to work out a little bit. It doesn't take a whole lot of time off but it takes a little bit of time off to editing. So um but I need to spin it up because I got to actually have a backlog of stuff hmm. to do and I really need to get on a bunch of stuff. So I think
0: he takes a hit off of his uh, Fitz fuel to keep it <laughs> <laughs> going. That's all I can imagine. And then he adds a little bit of five-hour energy drink in there. Right. I don't know how you do
1: it, Fitz. You saw you saw on um, Brett Becker, he, the thing he's making? Yeah. Did you see I don't know how though? he can see it.
0: I don't oh, know either, yeah.
1: but he got some fuel from me for that.
0: Right. Well, uh, I... I guess I'll full disclosure. You talked about this in an episode and you wow. wouldn't tell us who ordered it, but it was 50%
1: methane. It was, it was bread. I'm going to let it, don't let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> he it's, told me, it's like, I, I'm going to say something. I don't care. <laughs> 50% but, nitro for his nitro. I said, but methane. it's an 0 10, right? I think he said, I, yeah, I think he's pretty good. 10. Yeah. What is this?
0: That's a, a black, Darting of <laughs>
1: death. EDF. <laughs> it's a it's a EDF GDF custom built that he's making out of
2: carbon fiber. I think it's um because it? uh, yeah. I saw some post on Facebook about the plane, but I guess I didn't read closely enough. I didn't realize yeah. it's fuel powered. I thought it was it, EDF. Oh he told me he was gonna both. do both
1: actually. Yeah, okay. he's gonna he was fight EDF
0: try. first and then switch to
1: Cox Power. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he said he was gonna hand launch it. I was like uh, what <laughs> so what size motor? <laughs> I don't know what size electric motor he didn't, uh, he didn't well, say. What,
2: what size fuel motor? Oh, Cox O10. 10. Oh. yeah, Cox O-10. 0. 0.010. Oh my gosh,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's that's why you got fuel that's I mean, staff nitro, probably it's not a much bigger than that. Yeah, I know,
0: but tiny. it's it's all black. You'll never know the orientation. Don't you dare fly that in overcast yeah. skies. I hope man. he's going to
1: paint it or something. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Do you know what size fan?
1: A custom, custom fan. He's he's molded his own fan, as far as I remember. Well, right. Do you know what diameter? <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. Oh, it. Got to be tiny. Wow.
2: We should get him on here to talk about
1: it. Forty millimeters. Like, yeah. Good
2: point. Okay. Wow. I. I don't think that's ever been done. Not that I've seen. I don't think I've seen an O10. Well, have they done O10s? Maybe uh, some maybe. free
1: flight ones, I think. Yeah, that it could be. Yeah. Uh, People do lots and, of cool stuff, but yeah. Yeah,
2: that'll be something to see. And hear. I can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to <laughs> cover my ears just thinking about Three
1: it. his life out. <laughs> 50,000 RPM. <laughs> He's a mad lad. Uh, so, anyways, uh, the next thing is I had uh, my first book. Yeah, the f, f, there's there's squared, there's cubed, uh, F4 f to the fourth power. I don't know if there's another name for that. buff yes, you, you didn't even get it right here. It fits this <laughs> fantastic of something or other. Yeah. So, this was the first one of the year. Actually, I had planned to have it uh, earlier, but I was busy traveling all kinds of stuff, so I finally had it. And man, it started out cold and windy, <laughs> it was. Uh, I, I knew it was going to be kind of iffy in the morning and, and progressively uh, improve, but man, it really was. So I had this after some people had come to me in the previous events, Hey, we're having a lot of fun, but uh, we're a little worried about the, these really fast speed boats, you know, zipping past our sailboats and our little scale, you know, river boats and s- slow tugboats and that kind of stuff. So I said, okay, well let's try to experiment where we try to segregate the pond a little bit using the, you can see the fountain in the top right. If you're watching on YouTube, that fountain would be a sort of demarcation line. I said, okay, speedboats will be to the left of the fountain, basically to the west, and
2: um, slow movers will
1: be to the, the back of the bus. <laughs> that in the back of the bus. Just it was a, a fact that the fast movers have a little bit faster, a little larger section of the pond, and so you're seeing some. Uh, this is from the morning. Uh, I brought up my catamaran, which flipped over. The guy had a. Uh, 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 yeah, he had a neat little airboat thing uh, that had two props for forward and one prop for reverse, and so That's you can see cool. one prop is. Yeah, they worked pretty good. He was able to flip around, rescue some boats, and that kind of stuff.
2: And I assume differential uh, thrust. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, but did it have
1: FPV? No, you know what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like but it he had was a there. thing at the top. Oh. Hey, hey, just, just saying. I see
0: you. You you cut that out.
1: All right. So <laughs> so anyways, it was really windy. And so eventually some of the guys says, hey, the other side of the pond is not as windy as the windbreak, the trees and stuff. And so I kind of looked up, and next thing I know, everybody had moved over to the other side of the pond. <laughs> and so the speedboat guys are late risers. They tend to skew younger. So they, when they showed up, they're like, hey, wait a minute. They're over <laughs> where the speedboat part is. What's going on? And so there was some confusion for a little while we tried to settle said, okay okay we sh- we'll just shift things around a little bit because um because of the weather and it's the first time it's ever happened the <laughs> first time the only time i say hey let's do some segregation everybody suddenly goes to the other side of the pond where i never go right <laughs> so anyways so i i uh, we worked that out and wow. uh, here's yes yeah, so bob martin of the um nautilus Dry Docks, I believe this website's called, he came down and he brought his, that is a nine foot long uh, American fleet sub, a Gato class, World War II sub.
0: For those of you listening, you're going to want to pull up this uh, on YouTube or go to our Facebook page and see the photos of this submarine. Wait, is he
2: rolling that on a ladder?
1: Yes, it's a converted (laughs) ladder. He took a metal aluminum ladder or whatever, put some couple of wheels on it and (laughs) because you're not going to lift that by yourself. It took two of them to put it in the water with straps. Really? Two two beefy guys to put it in. And it was his maiden voyage. And it actually ran really good, even though he had some minor hiccups in it. You didn't really notice it until he pulled it out. But it was really good. You can see some shots of it running in the water, running underwater. He had a GoPro camera. He'd stick on it. Oh, nice. Uh, This thing was magnificent. This had, I think it had 12 channels of goodness. It had a working radar (laughs) thing. It had servo controlled guns. It had a sound system that played all kinds of sound files. It had <laughs> retractable dive planes, Ford dive planes. Come on, working had,
2: torpedoes. Say working torpedoes.
1: I, I don't know. No, as far as I know, it didn't have working torpedoes. Oh. Or at least he didn't try it.
2: If the sound it system had, didn't have Sean Connery on it, I'm not interested. I'm going to dive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it had people talking. It had simulated exhaust. They had some sort of thing where it could take the water and make smoke. And so the exhaust ports. Uh, it it produced smoke. It had lights. Uh, it Tell me he had torpedoes.
0: Uh, That's right. You know, I forgot I to ask
1: him about the torpedoes. So really clever. He had a, this ironclad monitor, which was pretty neat, oh, which had a working cool. turret. Yeah, that was kind of neat to see that. This gentleman, he's been here before. He brought a steamboat. This is a steam-powered boat with a little steam engine in there. And like I external or universe. something? Yeah, I think it was turtle-powered. Uh, this okay. is a different steamboat. Another gentleman came with a steamboat. There was two steamboats out there. He had some G.I. Joe-ish figures. Yeah. Uh, there's a buddy, um, Kirk, brought uh, his tugboat and a new speedboat. That's the one he bought at um, Kirk's, at um, okay. New Creations, by the way.
2: Okay. I was going to ask, because he talked about the tugboat he bought in Georgia last year. Which right. I, I assume it's much bigger than that.
1: It is. It's okay. not ready, although he said it's close. He said he's been working on it quite quite diligently. So, oh, cool. Uh, Bob and his cohort brought a couple other subs. This is a small dynamic diver. This is a fast little guy. It was a um, uh, uh, was it German. I think it was a German 212 or something like that. Uh, this was uh, our buddy um, uh, Phil Rinquist, New acquisition. It's nice little cabin cruiser. It was his That's first nice. run. Really nice. Yeah, it was a beautiful boat. Was it wood? Uh, I believe it was, yes, okay. I believe it was. It was very, very nice. He's going to just do more detailing to it. A few sailboats. The one on the right is actually a free runner sailboat. The powerboat guys came up with some media, media. Yeah. That's a free runner sailboat. You just set it in the water and let it go. These boats are actually quite big. The one on the left, I believe used two six cell batteries. Well, My one gosh. big motor? Yeah, it was a monster. It was one of the ones that you couldn't get up to full speed at the pond. It was, you know, <laughs> there's no way it, was, it had enough room for where we were running. But uh, the, the the speedboat guys is some pretty impressive stuff.
2: So, Speaking of speedboats, have you been keeping tabs on Oxidine Marine? I have not. What's something going on with them? Well, you've got their mini-dom, which I, do. I think that's the one we drove out at the Expo West in that tiny little uh, pond. Right, right. And, and that's a fast little bugger. But he it looks like he's got some new stuff, including some outrigger boats, oh, really for interesting, yeah,
1: I actually need to order some parts uh after my boat versus turtle incident. My boat hasn't been quite right since, <laughs> since. <laughs> I think a bearing went in the in the in the uh drive shaft, so I need to get some hmm. more bearings. It, it makes a really horrendous sound when I go up to full throttle with it., Oof. yeah. All right. Uh, here's my flying sub, uh, funny story. I ordered some new, more powerful, the ones I told you about, Terry. Right. You told I us lost, about it. I misplaced one. I, oh. I couldn't find it for the life of me. It wasn't it's in the, in box the Delorean bin. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I wasn't the able the Delorean. To, yeah. Yeah. should look under. <laughs> So I wasn't able to remotor it, but I did notice I had some issues with the programming. I had kind of set some of the, the mixing wrong on the transmitter. So I said, well, well, I'll just keep those same motors and I'll try it with a tweaked programming. And it did do a little better, but those motors just so weak. It barely moves under its own wow. power. Barely, barely, barely moves. So I really need to... So what I did is I ended up ordering just another of mo- pump jets. And so uh, if I find the other one, I just have an extra one or I'll stick it in another project or something. But... Uh, and there's, uh, I think the two and two again, they had another sub. Uh, here's, um, I believe these are from Sumano's new owner, Blake. He brought his, uh, Miss Geico, some other speedboats. So we had a really good mix of boats. He's running it around, uh, of all kinds of stuff. So it's always a good time. We had a good showing. The weather improved quite a bit as the day went on. And that's Blake running his boat. Another guy, his boat flipped over and he's waiting for the uh, rescue. (sighs) rescue thing to come over uh okay this is the gentleman this is a russian alpha sub and this is um, if you remember hunt for red right october this was the one yes. that was sent this wasn't sean connery's boat it was the one the other russian boat that was set to hunt down sean connery and okay. uh and the americans it was it's a fast interceptor sub and it had a really really neat uh, i think i have a picture but another p uh 3d printed propeller this one was uh, really nicely set up, ran really well. The guy, the guy was actually served in real subs, so he set his transmitter up like how real subs work, and it was really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna pull this lever, to, and this lever controls a forward dive plane and This lever controls a rear plane and this is your speed is on this knob. And it's like, oh, okay, only you can drive that thing. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, but it was real nice, beautiful looking sub. Uh, so this guy came from, he came from Dallas, as a matter of fact, came down. So not just for furnace. this? Yes. Really. really? Wow. Yes, he did. Believe it or Fitz not. he's is famous. He, get the, he gets the distance award. Here's some of the steamboats again with uh, Wonder Woman and some sort of G.I. Joe figure. I pity
2: uh, the fool. <laughs> <laughs> <Austin> <laughs> uh
1: Another gentleman came up with his tugboat. Uh, yeah, there it is. There's a 3D printed propeller from the... Uh, the alpha sub is really, really nice looking. I had to take a picture of it. And uh, there's uh, Bob again, wheeling another, off the sub. Another angle. Yeah. It was a big mother. He said eight feet long, and it stuck out the back of the pickup truck they had. <laughs> so another relatively successful boat run. Sorry, you missed it, Lee. For some good stuff. And we had a, good, a quad cadre of a bunch of the stuff. I don't know if you saw it, Terry, a guy brought another one of those um, Vietnam... Uh, pump uh, jet boats, uh, yeah,
2: yeah. I was looking at mine the other day. I need to get it back in the water.
1: He told me something interesting. He said there's an aftermarket kit you can add on to give it reverse thrusters. Oh, really? Yeah, they're 3D printed. He said he had part of it on it, but he said he hadn't finished installing it. And so, there's little covers, I guess, that come down over the exhaust, kind uh-huh. of like thrust reverses on a jet. And, um, it that's how it the reversed.
2: scale or the full scale worked as well.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. So, you look it up, I think. I think um, I don't think I don't know those thingiverse. I think he had to go on to um, uh, what's the other site? The ones that printed for you. Uh, oh, I forgot. forgot the name of it. I always forget the name of that site. But, um, anyways, Shapeways. That's it, Shapeways. Okay. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Does he
2: have a turn fin on his? I don't think so. Okay. I have probably talked about it on here, but mine was very prone to spin out just because there is no fin in it. Oh. And so I made a little aluminum turn fin, and it works great. Yeah, sad to ask him. He seemed to fly okay for his. He was zipping around. I don't
1: remember him turning out. But it depends on the power. He says if you put too much power in it, it does weird things. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so maybe that's it. Uh, yeah, maybe. Hard to say. Yeah,
2: fun little boat. That was the patrol boat Alpha, I think, by program. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's too bad. They uh, don't make that anymore. Oh, did you see they announced another a new boat, another Vietnam era boat? Did you see that? A,
2: a Swift boat. Is something it called twice. a boat? I uh, thought so.
1: Something like something VP or V. I forgot what it's called. It's not yeah. quite. It's a little. It looks. I think it's bigger. At least the real one was bigger. Um, huh. I don't a know. Than just a PBR? I just saw they just announced it. I think last night or something that they had a new pro boat. Vietnam. Huh. It was. It's gray yeah. instead of dark. But anyways, so we had uh, we had a blast at. the the ff yeah the foff come on the man. Fof. it's a great yeah. name so probably another one another three months roughly uh, i'm trying to decide when i think i had a tentative date june maybe no july i think
2: you don't do them more frequently in the summertime
1: no i don't um i try not to overstay my welcome but if people want to have them more often in the summer um, i might consider it but usually i'm pretty busy so
2: well, you guys aren't keeping anybody else from doing something at the park. It's not like there's a no, swim team no. or water polo that meets there.
1: It's a free... And I, I tell that people because people say, hey, thanks for doing this. It's like, It's a free and open park. You come here anytime. <laughs> I just yeah. send... Every once in a while, I send out an email. It's basically like, I'm going to come out. You guys are welcome to join me almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's you.
2: Yeah. I don't get to rub elbows with you that often.
1: No, I don't, I don't care about me. <laughs> So anyway, it is fun to play with boats, but I need to, I need to, get around to fixing some of my boats.
2: <laughs> I found this at a um, antique store when I still lived in New York, and uh, yeah, I need. I, I found it in started. a box I was unpacking oh, the other day. Too bad. there's no more. Yeah, I, I need one so, of those. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> get your own. <laughs> can't get a table at that restaurant. I'm with Fitz.
1: It reminds me of there was a campaign when I was I think in middle school, for some reason, the kids kept running around saying Fitz for Prez. Like
2: Pedro for president. Yeah. Fitz Fitz? for Prez.
1: Yeah. I guess that it was lyrical or something. I don't know. I I don't Mm. remember the gist of it, but they kept wanting me to run for president or something or Mm. whatever. Anyways. uh, So enough of the preamble. Lee, you went on a three hour tour somewhere yeah, let's get to the actual out, Amble. Out east. And 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 us poor chaps, we're to stay here and work. And you had a good old time doing airplane stuff. You tell know, us all I about worked. it. Yeah, I uh, worked. Yeah, on the job. Worked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you talk to some of those people, they'll say I was working the crowds. You're working them sticks. That's what you were working. Yeah, I, I worked some sticks. I won't lie. But I handed those sticks off to other people. If, so tell us about your first time at Seth. <laughs> At SEF, for, for those of you who have been listening to the podcast and you have been following our Facebook page, I did, I went, I saw, I flew, I conquered, I returned home safely. I did go to SEF, the South East Electric Fantastic Flotilla. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, flight Festival in Andersonville, Georgia, at Mac Hodges Field, and uh, it was a blast. I hope some of you guys got to. See some of the photos I posted. I'm sharing, sharing Excuse me. some now that are actually part of the AMA Facebook page because that's where I put the gallery. And uh, did you guys look through the photos? You know we did. Did you see the stuff I got to look around and, and touch and smell and I didn't caress anything. <laughs> <laughs> I had to fix some stuff. But, uh, yeah, I'm wearing my little hat. This is a cool new hat they got. They said it's been very popular, and I'm wearing mine right now. Oh, nice. You guys are looking at the screen. So it's um, hat. is my Seth hat. And I want to start by uh, this group right here. This is the uh, Fayette Flyers group. Uh, Bob, the the tall fellow in back, he's the, the president, the head honcho, Bob Bernard. He's a great host an excellent host and does a fine job. And the entire staff right there did everything in their power to make everyone feel relaxed, have a good time. And so my hat is off. I'll tip my hat to those guys um, for making me feel very welcome for being very cordial. I'm going to do another little nod to the gentleman in the middle in the blue jacket. That's uh, David Keller. Uh, You know, this hobby is, is great because of the people the planes are cool they're awesome but when you get to hang around some people that love the hobby just as much as you but these people took the time to not fly to make sure you were having a good time and i think that speaks volumes to this event uh, never been there always heard about how fun it was always think about the planes but this group of folks right here made it special so really i in all sincerity, I want to thank them uh, for making it incredibly fun and, uh, and yummy because boy, did they actually cooked for us. They have a vendor uh, exhibitor dinner
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they rolled a red carpet out for you. They, they, uh, what do you call it? You smoke that, that beef. And, you know, and they make some great veggies and, you know, they had a little party where you could just sit down and talk and, and they want you to come back, you know? And, I know I was just with the AMA (laughs) just just and, you know, I was there to document it and have fun. But man, I was uh, I was very honored to be treated that way. It's like they were like, you gosh, you guys are with the AMA. You're helping us keep this hobby alive, that kind of treatment, you know. And Mm -hmm. so, again, can't tell you how thankful I am for for these people to uh, to make it worth your while if you haven't been to Seth. Right now, put it on your bucket list. You've got to go. Now, of course, you have to have an electric plane. So for those of you who only fly gas, well, you could go anyway. Uh, the food was good. Uh, you can go and fly a with overcast. You could fly a That's a long story. I put that down on, on my list a little bit, little bit further down. So.
2: Okay. Uh, Take a breath. I have a question. Yeah, go shoot. So you said the Fayette Flyers, they're the hosts of this event. Is this their home field?
0: It is not their home field. Okay. And the first year was, I don't remember the name of the other field. The first year SEF was held was not here at Mech It was held here afterward. It's been there ever since. So I guess for the last 20 years, it has been there. And they used to have over 400 pilots registered in the early years Gee, at CEPH. And I'll be honest with you. It was over a little over 200, somewhere around 210 this year. I can't imagine <laughs> what it would have been like. With over four hundred pilots, and yeah, let me not
1: add that. to that. But ahead, not Fits. only that, it—that's it, probably during what the seventy-two megahertz days.
2: I was just about to say uh, that the <laughs> first time I went, they had a radio <clears throat> impound, and so yeah, you had to wait till they called your name on the loudspeaker before you could go and get your your transmitter flag and go fly. And yeah, I think just the overhead of the impound probably took a ton of people. It was still fun, but it was just different.
0: Now. I'm glad you brought that up because I had a conversation with Jay Smith, editor for Model Aviation Magazine. After our Wednesday office meeting, Jay called me up. We talked for about an hour. I kid you not. We were talking about Seth. He had been going to Seth for years, he and his dad. And he mentioned to me, and I completely forgot, but he told me about it. He said, you know, at Seth is when we did 99 airplanes. We we broke a record. 99 airplanes in the air. At the same time. Tony Stillman think, was there.
2: I think I was there for that one, too. Wow. Yeah. I bet that was crazy. Cray cray, as they say. Not mm-hmm. not to downplay that, because at the time it was huge, but I think they did more than that at Flight Fest. Ah,
0: yeah, 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 they did. <laughs>
2: or, like for combat, even. It's, it's become routine now, but as we were just getting to 2.4, that was Exactly. So you had amazing. people
0: with 72 and you had people on Spread bags from...
2: And and ham bands, too. (laughs) There you go. They filled (laughs) every slot. 27 megahertz. (laughs) Infrared.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, and and Jay was, you know, like, he just wanted to know how I felt about going for the first time. He just, you know, kind of wanted to relive it through me. Mm -hmm. Uh,
2: That's where I'm at. I'm trying to relive it through you.
0: Oh. Uh, I had a blast. I mean. Uh, so let me go through my notes and feel free to. I'll try to take pauses so you can ask me questions. So I had a really awesome campsite. I don't know if I have it at the very bottom of this page. I think I did. I put posted it in an RC roundtable. But Bob gave me a spot right on the in the center, right at the uh, the front, uh, where I had my ten by ten canopy set up for setting up, you know, my chargers and you know, prepping planes my AMA flag, and then immediately had my trailer and my truck there. And I just, you know, they just stayed there because I stayed in my trailer and that was great. It was just easy to get to the main covered area, the covered pits area where they had you know, the raffle prizes, which by the way, is a crazy over 200 items. And they, gosh, just the way they do the raffles to me, kind of nuts, but very busy, made a lot of money. I'll leave it at that. There there was cash flying in that register for raffle tickets. Well, that's the point. And I'll just end it right now. I didn't win a single thing by golly. (laughs) Had a great time. Didn't win anything. (laughs) It's rigged, I tell you. (laughs) Uh, But the food they had, there was a company, I think it was called like Bob's Soul Food or something like that. Boy, every morning they had breakfast, they had lunch. I I had to do this for my mom because we're from the South, but I had my grits. They also had lima beans, and I like lima beans; <laughs> they yeah. were awesome. And fried chicken—I mean, everything. This place was great. I, I kept tipping them because that food was excellent. And of course, they had coffee, so that was my my necessary evil. Uh, so camping was fine. I didn't have any issues. I, I slept pretty well. Like the first night was great. Second night, eh? Just I don't know. Couldn't couldn't keep my eyes closed and, You're too excited. But, I maybe we'll just say that it's like uh, Christmas Eve. It wasn't too bad in there, and in fact, you know, it was. It got kind of chilly at night. Not too bad, but I was prepared. So it's sleeping good, yeah. in the trailer was perfect. I had no issues. And um, what did I bring?
2: We, well, kind of- you brought the trailer, and the last time we talked about your prep for that, you were mentioning the troubles you were having with the trailer. So it ultimately worked out okay.
0: Well, it, the trailer is not done, so I got it back to a condition where I could camp in it, and it worked fine. So okay. I still want to remove the other wall and insulate it. So with what I had, no issues. You know, I had a vent. You know, I've already had two small vents that do pass-through air, but the main vent at the top worked great. It has an electric fan. The lights work great. Never drain my batteries. And, uh, yeah, so that worked fine. All right, good. So obviously we've talked about this before. And if you've been on our Facebook page, it's now the cover photo, but plywood overcast made the trip. That was, uh, I guess that was the fun part. I think it made a lot of people smile. And I think Terry should be making you smile because it got a lot of conversations going. People had a lot of questions about it. And I'm just glad you did decide or take my advice or, you know, just finally gave in to my bidding to put it together. Cause it <laughs> was a, it was a great hit. Um, I don't know if this was right or not, so Terry might kick me for this. But once I put it together, I didn't want to take it apart, so I left it outside under the canopy every night, and I just you know lowered it down, so it got kind of damp. I don't think it suffered any problems, Terry. Uh, but uh, I don't know
2: if a tornado was coming, I'd crawl under plywood overcast for protection. <laughs> Good point.
0: Good point. Well taken. Uh, so I took plywood overcast. I, talk, I took my Phase 3 P38. I took my JR Models P38. I took my Flightline RC P38. I brought my... Wait, uh, hold, hold on, hold
2: on. I'm counting. All right, Plywood Overcast. How many... P3, JR P38. Flightline P38. Phase 3. Phase 3 P38. So that's These all the P38s. P38s. I okay. I
0: brought my Flightline RC Tiger Cat.
2: Okay. That's five.
0: I brought my Multiplex Pil- Pilatus Porter. Six. Okay, that's the first single motor
2: plane you've mentioned so far.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I brought my course, my Park Zone Corsair D Day version. Okay, mm-hmm. that's I like that one. Uh, that was fun. And because I had, I had just people asking about it, uh, I brought my twin otter, my version, my modded twin otter. I brought the oh, twin otter on floats. Two no, twin I otters, heard. you
2: brought? Mm-hmm.
0: I brought two twin otters and I brought a UMX timber. Tim. <laughs> all right,
2: so seven out of 10 were twins. Oh, and Thunder and Lightning. Right, seven out of Same 11 left. were
1: twins.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: all right, uh, that's cool.
2: Flew every one of them. Nice. Yeah. So how many people flew Plywood Overcast? Probably about 15. Really? That's wow. great. And they all signed it? Yep. All right.
1: Nice. Are there any close calls with it or anything like that?
0: Uh, One. And we'll leave it at that (laughs) Because I don't want to make them upset Uh, I do have a video here that I'll show I think I don't know if it's going to do that But uh, if you guys are watching So there's proof that Plywood Overcast did in fact Make it to Seth, did some passes uh, And I don't know If the picture's here, I'd love to bring it up But Josh Finn, who uh, His wife, is it Holly? Gosh darn it Uh, Sorry, I don't know Uh, he he does free flight and he uh, he's a very nice guy. We had had uh, dinner with him one evening and we had a wonderful chat, uh, but he got his hands on plywood overcast and he just was smiling ear to ear. He, he was having a great time. He goes, man, it's just like a big lazy glider and that's exactly (laughs) what it is except there. (laughs) But every, everybody mentioned the, the wobble, the little dance it did. Everybody was talking about the uh, little dance. So,
1: have um did anybody like see it on the ground like what the heck is that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> a lot <laughs> a lot of people do that
2: just that's even. great you know, when i still had it i would always people would mention them like go look at the inside look at the woodwork on the formers and all this stuff like, it's, it's somebody was building a set of cabinets and they you know turned it into an airplane
1: yeah that leads me to the next thought it's it'd be really neat that if we ever hunt down who built that just let them know that it's they actually it's actually flying and it's a lot of people have enjoyed it and uh, and so forth that'd be really neat to find you the builders
2: yeah Yeah, i agree so now i don't want to get off plywood overcast just yet um if we're going to do this if we're going to take it to different events and invite people to fly it i think it needs a a few things number one you need to paint that motor mount buddy when i gave it to you (laughs) the motor mount was painted a nice matching red Now, you had to make a new motor mount because we swapped the motors, but just get a can of rattle can spray paint and do
0: your job. Nobody, (laughs) nobody you has complained about the motor mount.
2: They're not going to complain. You're giving them a a flight on it. But please, pretty please with sugar on top. You know what? Just because of that, I'm going to wallpaper it. (laughs) Whatever. Just (laughs) not bare wood. All right. So I think we should paint the motor mount. And I say we. Wow, that's number one. Uh, your number one
0: problem is the motor mount. Um, yes. Is that That's triggering you beyond measure.
2: And the next thing. Oh, that, God, there's more. The, oh, yeah. I've got three. The next thing is it's got those spoilers on top and bottom. At least on the top, I think we should activate the spoilers and see if they work as ailerons. And when you say we? It's in your shop. If I come down to visit, I'll, that would be a fun project to do. So if is you there, wait, is there a
1: mechanical connection
2: to the spoilers or something? Is there something no, inside? There no they're, There's a bay in there where all you had to do is you could just hook up a servo pretty quickly. Oh, okay, like you can but them, they're right. they're already in place and hinged. They're just taped shut now. Hmm. I think originally they were going to be uh, driven by a cable, so I think the cables are there or they were there. But ninety uh, percent of it's in place. It just needs a servo hookup and. Oh. I think they, they might work decent as ailerons to give yeah. four-channel control. be interesting to try. Yeah, and like I said before, it's on top and bottom. I don't know how effective the bottom ones would be, but if nothing else, just like a drag break on one side. Uh,
0: my gut, my instant gut feeling is that I would not keep them separate. I would apply it as a mix with rudder. I would not have you using that as ailerons or spoiler yeah. in this case.
2: Yeah, we could feel it out. It's big and slow enough. I don't think we'd do But You anything know
0: what? Drastic. As everybody else who flew it said, it doesn't need anything.
2: It doesn't, but I don't know, just something I always intended to do with it.
0: So oh, anyway, number three? It's number it's three, it's uh, three.
2: Wider track landing gear. So we can handle a little bit of a crosswind. And that's easy. That's just some strengthened wire. <laughs> I had no problems taking off and landing with that plane. I never had I've had a couple times where it tipped over when I was trying to turn while I was taxiing but Yeah, I saw your it's video. It's a minor thing. I can't. Yeah. So, you know, that's number 3 for a reason. It's minor. But Yeah, did you have to pump up the tires? No. Okay. You're fine. They're pneumatic got, tires, so. Go ahead. Fred. I've got a fourth thing.
1: Oh jeez. <laughs> no, okay. this will be cool. Cuz it's got that Pod thing on the top, right?
2: Right, where it It used to be a motor motor
1: mount. It needs a dummy motor with a freewheeling prop on that pod. Oh, it's just add more drag.
2: Uh, Yeah, goodness.
1: It's freewheeling. Just drag a parachute behind it. No, no, no. It's freewheeling. Yeah, no. How about I just get a little Barbie doll? A small prop. It doesn't have to be a big prop, just a small one, just to give it some character. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to suggest we
2: take that hump off.
0: No, I can't now kfc has put his name smack dab in the middle of oh, the there's already signatures. <laughs> yeah okay. uh,
2: yeah so it stays all right that's all i have to say about plywood overcast i'm super happy that you took it and i'm even happier that people flew it and signed it yeah
0: it lives even, even i signed it look did, you? <laughs> did somebody put on there i thought this was a b17 he did that's funny. Don't ask me why. <laughs> yeah, he, goes, hey, why? he get closer. He goes, oh man, I thought that was a P seventeen. <laughs> the drinks were flowing. That stuff. <laughs> <Seth. laughs> All right, we can move so, on. Who's that? Kike. You know who that is? Kike. Yeah. Taking was it Kike?
1: Flexi- Yeah. Kiki. Wow, okay, I haven't seen him in a long, long time. So I didn't yeah. him.
0: And they were they were doing some good flying up there. Oh, that guy can fly. Yeah. There you go. Look at that. That was a little pass Kike made right in front of me.
1: Right with RV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe it.
2: See, that's my kind of camouflage. It's got camouflage, but it's got day glow orange in the wings and the tail. Yeah. You know, can't miss it.
0: So, Dag and his friend were dropping this RC parachute. And I don't know how this thing was supposed to work. All I know is that I got this where when they released it, it's still hooked onto the plane. <laughs> yeah, it looks like <laughs> it's wrapped yeah. around
1: the struts or something. And
0: so, it was flying like this for a while. <laughs> and they were just like, please don't open up. Here's the parachute right here. Like, please don't open Please don't open up. Uh <laughs> oh. It opened up. Oh. oh. And then oh, that tail just went up in the air <laughs> and then that plate <laughs> said Dag had no control, man. But the damage was minor and um no big
1: deal. Georgia BRS.
2: Yeah. Now if you're planning to talk about this later on, I'll wait, but didn't he drop some other kind of parachute thing? He did. It's pictures. The pictures are in here. Okay. Then I'll wait yeah. till you get to oh, it. No, I can get to it. I'll just scroll
1: right down. Yeah. For those of you who may be listening, we're looking at some pictures on our oh on the Cabin Model Aeronautics Facebook page. Is a whole bunch. Of, oh, that's a neat picture of it with the drone. Or yeah. is that you, Lee, or somebody else?
0: No, somebody else. But here's the fun
1: part: what you don't see in this photo, you see in this photo. <laughs> 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 don't that's drop neat. the
0: baby. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: <laughs> a baby with a parachute. It had a so that's the mouth, that's right? the
0: drag shoot. So that's actually cool. So it does a it does a drag <laughs> for a while. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a great it looks
0: like Chucky.
1: <laughs> <He does. laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Now I will say the guy who did the chase quad had some great footage. It's on YouTube, plus some pretty good stills. I guess they just grabbed from the video. So there's some really good in the air shots. So this is the best I could do from the ground from so far up. But I thought this one was turned out pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody finds humor in this. Oh, me too. And then I yeah. uh, got the shot of the parachute coming out. It, the system worked really well. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh that, that's pretty funny. This is no joke, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Yep,
0: that's it. That's all I got. I mean, I got it, I got it hit in the ground, but you know, it just didn't look right sharing with that, so I didn't <laughs> put that out there.
2: The baby survived. Is the ripcord servo actuated? Uh, yeah. Okay, so it's not just, it doesn't deploy automatically when you yeah. drop the chute. They actually trigger it.
0: Yeah, Dag had it all. By the way, this is KFC. <laughs> That's the guy who signed his name big time on Plywood Overcast. What's nice. with the He's,
1: Roman hat there?
0: I don't know. It's made out of okay. foam or something. He's a very nice guy. I enjoyed having <laughs> conversations with him, but he like is the,
1: a character. Like the thing yeah. at the top is like a toilet bowl. It cleaner. is.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the toilet bowl
1: cleaner. Again, yeah. for those of you listening, you're missing out. You need, need to see the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Stop what you're doing and go over. <laughs> Look at the pictures.
0: Yeah, and nice you know, thing. there's some more photos that I have here that I've Still shared. A, so the
1: mix of aircraft. Was there something that really stood out to you as far as an aircraft or a model or something?
0: Well, I, gosh darn it. Uh His name is Lane Walker, I believe. 14-year-old kid flying this Flex Innovation Ooh. Ultimate. Very talented kid. Very cool. talented. And enjoyed watching him at the sticks. Jace, I think, was the other gentleman who flew with him. And I, I don't remember his last name, but both of these... Yeah ace huh? Ducia okay thank you uh both of those young men were having putting on a great show these these two right here they uh, they had a great time out there so um, that was fun uh you know what everybody deserves a, a round of applause for being able to fly in that airspace as Terry mentioned on our previous podcast you know it's different. To fly, because you think you have different sections of where people are flying, but that one whole runway, there were people who were at the far, far end, like at the end, who would fly the airplane all the way down and come down the center while people were hovering or something. So you had to have eyes in every corner of your face to to see who, where somebody else was. I saw three Mm -hmm. mid-airs. And this, well, that's when I was out there flying. I'm sure I heard some more. And I, I know of some others that occurred, you know, when I wasn't there. But the one that hurt the most was a gentleman who had, and it may have been a Flex Innovation RV, like a foamy version. I think they have a small one that's a foamy version. Do. He had his on floats. He just took off. I mean, he'd been sitting there the whole time, just troubleshooting it, tech, checking it out. So he's like on the water for a good three, four minutes, took off, made his right turn, went downwind and ran into a guy coming up the other way, took oh. his plane down with him into the lake. Oh, Goodbye. Yeah, it was not good.
2: And I think that was something that you and I talked about not on the show, but I was telling you that a strange experience I had, I don't remember if it was Seth or some other big event, but probably Seth, that it felt weird to fly not only at a different location, but one that was so big. I lost all perspective of a flying area and the speed of my model. It, it just felt very foreign at first to, to fly at a large location like that and probably all the other planes being around didn't help either but it took me a little bit to adjust to it eventually i was fine but that first flight was awkward i
0: i can't say i felt like it was big like big big because joe Nall's pretty darn big and our field northwest rc is pretty big but you had And and by the way, this is not a criticism for the other pilots because people were just flying where they could. And, you know, those who were flying scale models were trying to make it, you know, coming down and keep a certain pattern. And those who were hovering and doing crazy aerobatics, they were typically in the center, like literally in the middle of the length and middle of the outward as well. Um, So you you wanted to avoid them. But I. I didn't feel like I was angry at anybody because most people just wanted to go fly, but. You know, when I was flying the JR Models P, uh, P38, the Speed 400 one, you know, one mm-hmm. of my favorites, I had I was very honored. I had a, several people come up to me afterwards and, and tell me how nice it was and where could they get one? And I said, sorry, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was really worried about that because there was yeah. a time when I there were some people flying that they were just anywhere, everywhere. And I was like, man, I really, really do not want to have a midair with this thing. Um, but no, nothing. The thing else was scary. Now, let's talk about the float, the float fly. Uh, The, (laughs) what do they call themselves? The Virginia not Committee. Oh, my goodness. They're going to be so mad at me for getting the name of their thing. You know what? If you give me a second, I will tell you exactly what they call themselves. Uh, Because Scott was like, I want to say one of their leaders. Maybe I'll say I'll Scott. So Scott Fisher was telling me that uh, they're the clan from Virginia. And where in the heck is the name of this group? Oh, I got to. Got to give you the name. Stand by. Do, do, do. I know this is taking a while, but you know what? It's kind of, I got to give them the, the right, gra- the Virginia delegation. That's what they call themselves. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, what are they saying? A
0: constitution or something? I, I know, is, but a great group group of guys. Uh, I didn't even mention Joshua Orchard yet, but down on the, which side was that? Maybe the East end. Um, they had a campfire. They, they, every night they had a little gathering and they invited me every evening to come hang out with them. And, you know, I had, I did, I listened to them chat and they're just a funny group of guys. Uh, but they also did the float fly. So uh, they invited me out there. I brought the twin otter on floats. Now, the first time I went, not many people were out there. So I, that was my time to experiment with it. And I was out there in the morning. So no problems with it. Cause I had flown the other one at Joe Nall Any issues enjoyed it. I was making some, awesome landings too but when these guys got with me i guess i got nervous because i was skipping the heck out of that plane but that said the floats are so low you get such a low center of gravity with that thing i mean the floats might as well just be attached to underneath the the wing um it was nothing it didn't cause me any problems i never spun around i never dipped a wing in the water i just wish it looked prettier you know some of those guys were doing some awesome takeoffs and landings and then like we had the most beautiful sunset at that night. So the water was glass, the beautiful orange glow in the sky. So that was fun. I will say that's one of the highlights was getting to fly the twin otter on the water with those other guys. Oh, cool. So any,
2: what'd you say? Any questions? (laughs) I think so. I'm going to, you know, we gave you a mission. We don't have to talk about the mission yet, but what about night flying?
0: All right. Let's see if I can pull that up. Yes, there was night flying. I, oh my gosh. Add, where's your fingers? Add another plane. I bought a brand new Radian for Austin. So we brought the Radian. That was the first time we flew it. Flies so good. I, that thing was excellent. It was penetrating well, super long flights. I was cutting off engine power like 50 feet and that sucker would just come down the whole length of the runway. It's is excellent. It's a great plane, by the way. So the night radian was fun. Uh, a lot of people had night radians. Uh, fits, you'll like this. It wasn't exactly a leprechaun. I can't put my finger on it, but about the size of your leprechaun, this guy had an, a transparent yellowish covering, LEDs all inside, EDF. <laughs> EDF. <laughs> I totally disagree with his decision to put an EDF motor. But the belly of it, where he had the EDF motor, had cheater holes cut into the material. Okay.
1: (laughs) So was the motor embedded in the aircraft?
0: It was in the bottom, like the belly. Yeah, the belly of the beast. Okay. And (laughs) you can appreciate this. No matter how much throttle he gave that thing, it didn't move (laughs) faster. faster. (laughs) I mean, he could could go, and the plane would just go... uh, <laughs> it, it flew, okay. But like when you'd hear him rev up, you would expect it to like take off. No, it's just like, oh, I'll get there when I get there. Um, and so it was it was just wrong, okay. Yeah. But it sure was pretty, you know. I mean the guy had fun flying it, you know, it was just a you know, thing he had to do, I guess. Get out of the system. It needs to go back to a prop. But yeah, so there was a huge like leprechaun night flying plane there. Uh they had tons of flying wings. Did you guys get to see the night flying photos I posted? I did, yeah. Okay.
2: In the
0: video, too. Yeah. So I don't have it here on the screen here, but on a, our YouTube channel, RC Roundtable, I put a video that I just grabbed with my iPhone of the night flying there and KFC with his little gator cart going across the runway with fireworks screaming out the back <laughs> of the bed. He had a shield of some sort that he created to protect his butt. <laughs> and they say he does it all the time. And again, he's a very entertaining person. So, uh, Hilari, excuse me, hilarity ensued um and it was just a lot of guys flying and there were a couple of cool mid in that i won't deny saying that That was fun yeah.
1: so if i remember when i was there last time of course this was many 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 moons ago there was i think some sort of hobby shop on the press on the, pre, um, the uh the, on the location <laughs> was it still yeah. there Hodges
0: Hobbies is closed. It closed back, I think, in, gosh, 20, I'm going to guess, 2016. So it's been a while. Okay. Yeah, so it is closed. Uh, Now houses airplanes and tools, you know, and I'm saying ultralights, full-scale airplanes. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there is no hobby shop there.
2: Hmm. All All right. What were the noontime demos? I remember a highlight when I was there was that Mac Hodges would do his B-29 retune, but I think they've retired that. So what were the demos?
0: So I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the other vendors. Uh, A couple of guys were selling different batteries, like high voltage batteries. So they were doing EDF flights with these, you know, nicer batteries. And I Mm. would have tried one if I had some time because they were offering people to, you know, pick up a a pack and try it in your airplane, see if you see a difference.
2: Mm. Uh,
0: So they had a couple of flights. Josh, Joshua Orchard flew his Saab um, out there. He also flew his p 47 it wasn't done. I mean, the the Saab wasn't done, but he flew it anyway. Okay. I have some aerial shots of that. I was you flying my Mavic, and so the other two main vendors that were doing demos was Flex Innovation with Kike and Extreme Flight, oh, okay. and Santiago Perez had had some flights. And then and uh, Tim
2: was out there too. The All owner, right. yeah. All right, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So did you ever answer Fitz's question of like a favorite or what stood out particularly?
0: Oh, I mean, for me, as far as an individual aircraft, or, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, my favorite thing was probably the float fly. I think that was very pretty, very nice, calm, good
2: times. Well, if you had to give, if there was the Lee Ray Best of Show Award, what would you have picked? Ooh.
0: Man. You know, <laughs> my argument is a lot of people didn't take pictures of plywood overcast. You know, it's like I didn't, and no one took pictures of like my Tiger Cat. Because by the way, that was I really enjoyed flying my Tiger Cat because I was doing some really low passes and that thing flies so much better. Hmm. But I'm going to just give a self nod to plywood overcast because so many people left happy after flying it.
2: OK, you can, no can mail me my read. trophy. Huh? You can mail yeah. me
0: my trophy then. I will. Sure, I'll mail you a trophy. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I, for me, it was just seeing people experience it and thanking us and saying that was cool and never done that before. Uh, it, it meant something to me. So I'd like to pat ourselves on the back and say that was a, a fun task.
2: All right, I'll take that. So did you give out a lot of stickers and meet a lot of people? I gave out it? RC
0: Roundtable stickers out the wazoo. I put AMA bling in the... Raffle, so I never saw that again. Although mm-hmm. I did, I, d- I guess I didn't tell you guys. Did I mention that I had brought full a full set of plans for Thunder and Lightning? Oh no! So personally, I put that in the raffle as one of their bronze prizes, you know, like with the keychains. <laughs> <That'd be, laughs> so the low end stuff. So they just try to yeah, give ch- those away. Is it the chiclets and the erasers? It's exactly <laughs> it. Yes. So the hats and stuff were out there. Well, I um I put the Thunder and Lightning out there, and a gentleman came up to me and said, "So." I picked up your plans. What is this thing? <laughs> and <laughs> at first, I thought he was mad. I was like, "Oh, dude!" But I pulled out the thunder and lightning. I showed it to him. He's like, "Oh, he goes, oh, I could build that." And he, you know, he thanked me and moved on. Oh,
2: that was great. about as far as we went.
0: <laughs> okay, nice. But uh, I didn't see anybody else doing that, so I thought that was kind of a unique uh, yeah. thing to do.
1: That's a neat gift. That's nothing wrong with it. Uh, I saw there was a big helicopter flying around and I was wondering, was there a helicopter area or were they allowed to fly mixed in with all the other aircraft?
0: Um, I did not mention that there are two runways. And I did not did not visit the other people on the other side of the tracks. The others? The others. And you know what? That's a kind of a good thing. It's kind of like Joe Nall for us, Fits Like, there are some things we didn't get to do, but this year we'll know we'll spend more time doing that. So I didn't go over there a lot, but I know that they were flying some helicopters further away from the main, I guess, the main runway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that gentleman, and man, he put me on the spot. Um, his name was on the tip of my tongue. Very... Awesome scale builder, and he had several helicopters out there. Uh, beautiful, beautiful work. So yeah, those things were huge too. Did you happen to see a picture of one uh,
1: jet ranger or something? And it looked like it was oh, huge.
0: It is. Yeah, they were huge. Kind of like the gentleman you had at the boat with the ladder in the cart. This guy yeah, had a yeah. huge cart. You know that he carried his planes <laughs> off the runway with.
1: That's a big, and it's impressive. It was electric too. I, I would have loved to see the more details on that. Yeah. Uh, if he's listening, send us a note. I'm curious. I can. I will give you.
0: I can get you the contact information if you want to know uh. all about it. I think Michael Rosnick knows him.
1: Oh, okay. That that makes <laughs> sense. Right. Yeah.
2: So, did Dag bring any of his giant planes? He did not. Ah, that's too bad.
0: In fact, the only plane I saw Dag fly was that Flex little high wing that he
2: did all the uh, drops with. Oh well, nothing wrong with that. That looks yeah. like a lot of fun.
1: But it sounds like you got an opportunity to meet a whole bunch of people that you maybe only had corresponded with or heard about. It sounds like a good opportunity to uh, see people in the flesh and uh, talk to them and that kind of stuff.
0: Well, I do an AMA air tomorrow, and obviously I can't talk this long, so I'll have to keep it brief, but I will add the AMA part here. I sat down with a ton of people at SEF to talk about the AMA, mainly focused on Frias. And then the other half was remote ID. But there were several times people came into my tent. I let them pull up a chair and we just hammered the FAA or hammered <laughs> Homeland Security. You know, And I was like their buddy and, and partner in crime. And we just complained about what we're doing. And then I just went back to saying, well, here's what we're going to do. We're trying to make sure that the FRIA solves your problem so that come September 16th, you go to your club, you fly like you have been, nothing yeah. changes. We'll do all that work for you. Just try not to worry about it. And the longest conversation I had was with a guy who was asking about getting his part 107. And that was a great conversation. Just, he was like, you know, I want to do something. And he, gosh, he was, um, I don't think it was the Coast Guard, but he had some military experience. And he just mentioned he wanted to do some like search and rescue with Mm -hmm. the drone. So that was a fun conversation. And he sat in with me and we just talked about planes and hobbies and how he got started for the longest time. So I really enjoyed that. I really uh, I really felt like some people, you know, came to talk to me to find out to get answers. And I felt like I gave it to them. So
1: um, yeah, it's kind of neat things about these big meets as the people you get to meet and interact with.
0: Yep. For sure. Gosh, honestly, i don't knock on wood here. I don't think I met anybody who got angry, probably except for that guy who crashed his plane in the pond. <laughs> <But> <laughs> most yeah. people were just having a good time and they talked about how long they've been doing it for years with their family. Uh, Terry, you know, this nine-year-old girl named Angel who flew plywood over gas. Oh, yeah. Tell um, us about her. You. Come on. Pat yourself on the back, buddy. You did something really nice because the parents Mm -mm. came to me and said that was the nicest gesture they've seen. I mean, people were giving her little toy planes and stuff. But the fact that they said, like, you were willing to let her fly that plane is like, yeah. (laughs)
2: It's like it's
0: (laughs) it's really easy. And uh, she did it. You know, signed her name to it. And everybody saw her name and they go, oh, look, Angel got to fly it. They, she must, you know, hang out with them or been there other yeah. years. So oh.
1: that was nice. how long she's been flying.
0: I, I don't. But the Bob was I had dinner with Bob one night and he was talking about Angel and he goes, she's a firecracker, by the way great great gal just she just speaks her mind and oh. <laughs> she's going to be an awesome adult so i'm just going to you know leave it at that nothing nothing negative about it but she does speak her mind and she was <laughs> saying like my dad doesn't let me land yet he can't <laughs> land either <laughs> 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 so i was like well I, nobody i didn't let anybody land plywood overcast i told her don't feel bad i'm going to land it for you but uh no but you know she smiled and she was like Real excited to sign it, so. Hmm.
2: Did I ask this before? How many flights do you think you logged on? Yeah,
0: you asked about 15. Okay. Oh,
2: how many flights or people signed? Well, Um, flights. Times you charged. It takes three batteries every time.
0: Yeah, probably eight. Eight or
2: nine. Okay, nice. That's very cool. Oh,
0: (laughs) Joshua. Orchard flew it twice, so he put he put two. His name, so now he's Joshua Orchard the (laughs) second.
2: That's funny. So the other thing I was going to ask, I remember from my time there, there were a lot of scratch builds and custom models, things like that. And Joshua's Saab Saab B seventeen, that's scratch built. Uh, Did you notice many others?
0: Honestly, not really. I think some of the flying wings would have been neat to see, but it was dark. <laughs> that was I, most of the guys who were flying the wings were on the total opposite end of where I was. So didn't get to really hang out and look at their planes. But I have some walkthrough photos I've shared. And so you can look through there. I don't think so. And there was a complaint. I don't know if it was on our page or AMA's page of people. You know, always building ARFs, not building new planes, and I kept going. Did you see plywood overcast? <laughs> it's yeah. not an ARF.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's always going to be those grumpy people, but it is fun to see the scratch-built stuff, just because it's often very unique. Yeah. I and I hope Joshua's
0: not screaming, going,
2: "God, he didn't even like my
0: sob or anything." It's, the sob is neat, and I almost feel like we have to have a whole show for Joshua to to talk about that because the landing gear is epic. I, yeah, do you really know the story about the landing gear on this plane?
1: It's really unusual. It's like the fairings retract with the gear in a really distinctive way.
0: I can't do it just as trying to tell you what I saw. He needs to describe how they function. And it's just hilarious to look at when they retract.
2: Yeah. Let's do something different with landing gear, shall we? (laughs) Well, the interesting thing is, you know, it retracts backwards, kind of like a P-40. And on the maiden flight, you had a pretty significant CG shift. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. He mentioned He and I had an offline conversation about that. And I was telling him about Sparky's, uh, was it the B-58? We had a sliding tray. Uh, As the gear came up, the battery went forward to compensate. Exactly. Or th- the opposite. I forget which direction it went, but yeah. So just that's what I'm talking about. Clever people doing fun stuff like that is just neat. Yeah.
0: So sorry, Joshua. Your plane's really cool, but it wasn't painted yet. So, you know, it was all pink. (laughs) It's your fault for not painting it. I would have said more about it if you'd done it. (laughs) Of course, he did have his aluminum
2: taped P-47, which is really funny. It was was a Hangar 9 that he recovered. And yeah, it's really pretty. Um, I remember from one time that I was there, somebody had a Gillows P-38. They had the, the giant scale, which could have been like control line 049 or Something yeah. Maybe they even thought it could have been RC back then. But it was the big Gillos P38, built very well, covered with doculam or some other very clear covering. And they built it with floats, like two pontoons. And it looked really cool. And it would slide off the grass for takeoff. But it was just really cool. I'll have to look. If I still have my old Ceph photos, I'll see if I can dig that up. But that was just one of those really neat things that just – like. I think I come up with some neat ideas sometimes, but like I never in a hundred years would have thought of that. And I, even if I thought of it, I never would have executed it that well. So it's fun to see those things and be inspired by them. I was
0: entertained by the one guy who saw me flying my parks on Corsair and he goes, oh, I didn't know Parkstone had that scheme, that paid scheme. And then he goes, wow, I didn't know Corsairs flew on D-Day. <laughs> and when I landed, I told him, he was like, oh, what a great idea. So it was neat to get the talk in while I was in the air.
2: They don't, and they didn't. <laughs> exactly.
0: And it flew <laughs> fine. It was the first plane that suffered a casualty in the trip to Georgia, uh, mm-hmm. the tail got jammed up against something else and I lost a piece of foam. And I was like, I picked it up off the d- table and I moved it somewhere and it disappeared. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> socks in your dryer. So I put I mean, that little foam piece down to glue it on later and it's gone. And I've yeah. I've been through that trailer and it's, it's not there. It's, yeah. it's disappeared.
2: The universe demanded a
0: sacrifice. Yes, <laughs> so I'm going to have to make a new piece for it. But otherwise mm-hmm. it flew fine mm-hmm. without it.
2: All right, cool. So did you have any actual flight damage or was it all trailer damage to anything? Least thinking. I, because you know
0: what, it's, you don't want to jinx yourself. I don't think I had any damage from to any of the planes right. uh, at Seth. And so, yes, hangar. Now, we didn't get into that. That's oh, the trailer is a long story. Maybe we could save that for 174. The tiger cat fell off the table. So there's Three shelves in the trailer. The first, the two in the back hold planes. The, the one that f- that's further forward is actually a work table, workbench. So I had several layers of foam. I had the Tiger kit on top of that, gears retracted on top of that, another layer of foam on top, and a, a single strap. That was my mistake. A single strap that crossed over that was pretty tight. I mean, when I was moving, it was like it wasn't moving far. When I got to Georgia, the nose was on the ground down. Tail was hanging by the strap. But I looked it over and there didn't appear to be anything significant. So,
2: oh, nice. Yeah, I can picture as you drive you driving over a bro bridge and the jumping up and down in the trailer.
0: Yeah, I had a couple of times coming back from Jackson actually. Uh, I had to stop and pull over and, and move stuff. The and gosh, you know, I didn't tell you that. Yeah, you're talking about hair damage. I was so nervous when I opened the door and saw the JR models on the ground. It had fallen off the top shelf all the way um, past the, the Tiger Cat to the ground. And in mm, the Phase 3 P38, which is foam, mm-hmm. and neither of them had serious damage. So I whew, I lucked out. I lucked out yeah. there. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Did
2: you see any crashes?
0: Lots. Your favorite? The RV into the lake. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, you don't <laughs> want it to happen, but if it's going to happen, yeah. you
0: want to see it. Because I saw it, you know, I was like watching, yeah. <laughs> you know, get to see the whole thing. I'm like someone going, Hey, what was that? You know, did you hear that thud? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: One regret yeah. I have is that a, they had a contest for LMR glider flights huh. I had and you know, it, it is what it is. I missed it. Didn't hear it. Didn't, didn't read the little instruction sheet that said, Hey, we're doing this. So there were about maybe eight guys who entered the contest and you, had a glider motor run 30 seconds, I think. And then you figure out, you know, how long it took you to come down. They did several heats. And this one guy, who, I, it was a pretty glider. I don't know what it was, but he went up and he said, as soon as the motor kicked off, the plane just nosedived six inches into the ground. Oh, oh, I mean, it, it was a bullet, they said. And there's there's some aftermath photos. I'll maybe pick one up. And that was unfortunate. It, was, it looked like a really nice, like, professional glider. Hmm. But it, had I known, I would have entered the Radian. Yeah, yeah, great glider. I, it was it was flying. Anyway, this is a glider that didn't have any either. Just hmm. elevator rudder, man. I had a blast flying that at night. I pulled up my chair, sat on the runway, and flew for like 15 minutes in the yeah. night flying.
2: Were there other night radians up at the same time? Yeah, about three. Now, you have one of the aftermarket light sequencers. Does, did that help? Did not install it. We kept okay. it stock. We wanted to make Perfect. sure the lights were working. Okay. But we will. Yeah, I, yeah, I like mine. It's pretty neat stuff. the The one that it comes with has some great patterns, but you can't control it from the transmitter. You have to choose the pattern you want before you take off, and that's what you're stuck with during the flight. The aftermarket ones we have let you change it on the fly, great. which is a neat feature. So the first flight, I had lights set in a certain way. I did not like it. I
0: came down immediately, switched it to something else, and stuck with that the rest of the uh, the rest of the evenings.
2: Was happy. Yeah, the one I have has a strobe light feature. And if you want to make people on the ground mad <laughs> <kick> <laughs> on the strobe light.
0: Yeah. Uh, side note on the radian, my only issue with the radian, two issues I have with the radian, the batteries I have, the 2200 batteries that I used are super tight, even ones mm-hmm. without Velcro could not get them through that little slot. And then once you did get it in there, the wiring compartment is just a mess. It's yeah. discombobulated. So luckily the clear canopy kind of just, you know, pushes all the wires underneath it. So it's, didn't feel like you were stuck, like you were trying to beat your fingers like the tiger cat's a difficult one,
2: but that's it. Other than that, she flies great. Yeah. Well, since you mentioned that, I don't remember all the specifics, but when I installed my light sequencer, the aftermarket one, I moved it to, there's a compartment in the belly where the servos are. It yeah. fit down there. That freed up a lot of space oh, in the canopy. Good. So, good point. I'll remember that. I think they advertise it for use with a three-cell 1300, but- a 2200 will fit, and I think you need it for balance. Because a 1300, I think, will balance it if you don't have lights. But when you have all those lights in the tail and stuff, you, you need the 2200. Well, I was
0: thinking of, I have an 1800. I was going to see if it would fit better, but. You know. Maybe.
2: And a lot of people say you can fly with the CG much further back than the manual suggests. But I don't know. Well,
0: it flew fine the way it was. I don't want to really yeah. change too much. Yeah, I like mine
2: with the 2200. All right, fun. What else? So, this being your first time, what's the takeaway? What are you going to do different next time? Don't oh, right. We, right do we we talk we, about this? We, we, so yeah, right. you challenged me. No, I instructed you. <laughs> it's true. I, I gave you a, a cleared path to or a task. So you were supposed to find and fly the new twin timber, and you failed
0: miserably. <laughs> you say I failed, rejected. I was declined. <laughs> no twin timber for you, as Chris Wolf said. <laughs> well, you found it, you just didn't fly it. Yeah. I couldn't.
2: Was that the only one there?
0: The only twin timber there. Okay, uh.
2: so there were no privately owned ones yet. The only one was in Horizons booth, and they only brought one.
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: And they they weren't willing to,
0: to risk it. And as as Fitz said, I didn't ask the right people. I should have <laughs> used, I know Fitz Walker. He says I can fly the twin timber. <laughs> so, for those of you listening who have not caught the story on our Facebook page, which has a lot of views, and and I think it got spread by some other Horizon like ambassadors. Uh, T- Terry said, "Go find a twin timber and go fly it." I found one. I got there's a picture of me holding it from the Horizon's booth. I went to the gentleman who was in charge of these planes and said, "Hey, I." Are you guys la- letting people fly? Because I would love to get it, my hands on the Twin Timber. He goes, oh, no, we only have the one. We can't let anybody fly them." And he, I just heard the music in my head. I walked off very sad. And I immediately God. shared this photo. It said rejected. And then the conversation started. And uh, yeah, I didn't get to fly the Twin Timber. And, you know, after looking at it, like looking at my Twin Otter and all that jazz, I was like, meh, meh.
2: Uh, you were just bitter yeah i was bitter <laughs> yeah and you well, can't really blame them it, it was the only one yeah well, they don't so know you but know. you know but <laughs> i'm gonna
0: i'm gonna throw them under the bus so here we go this is where you guys listen to the show like man lee got really angry <laughs> As soon as I was denied, I texted like my family. I texted like Ryan or something. I said, "Man, they're not gonna let me fly," and they went out to proceed to crash two more planes. These guys at the Horizon Table, Ambassadors of Horizon, crashed the F-14 and crashed the Twin Timber.
2: Just Damn. saying. Really better, <laughs> really
0: better. I was like, I could do better than that. So,
2: there you go. I just did it. I that's bad it.
0: karma, buddy. <laughs> and I even guess, but Terry, I offered to let them fly plywood overcast. Now, how nice a gesture was that?
2: Uh huh. I think it was loaded offer. They they turned
0: me down. I offered them to fly plywood overcast, they turned me down. Yeah, that's okay.
2: Don't take it personally, man. Okay. So what were you going to say, Fitz?
1: I'm just thinking, Joe Niles coming up, maybe you have a second chance at it. Yeah, take two. Why, do you have yeah. one? Are you bringing no, it? I don't <laughs> have one. Somebody my club has one already, though. Or really? Somebody. They were. Yes, you
0: people. shared a photo. Correct. Yeah. I saw that. Have
1: you flown it yet? No, they, they went out <laughs> when I was there. If. you... <laughs> <Take> it <free. laughs> if
0: it said yes i would have just switched off <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i haven't even seen it i just saw hmm. it they 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 were they stuck out to the field that's nobody funny. was there blew it all right <laughs> cool. to a field somewhere
0: right. oh man okay did i have a good time at Seph absolutely should you go absolutely well that's all that matters there you go that's Fantastic.
2: glad to hear that and you spent a good number of days there you arrived tuesday left saturday
0: Right. Oh, we had some, by the way, we didn't mention the weather. We had some bad weather. So it rained two of the days. Saturday it was coming in at like 3.30 or something. So I was packing it too. And I had just gotten on the road like around 2.30. So I was racing rain back to Mississippi. (laughs) I hit some of it and it was coming at us. And there was a big storm that had hit a city that I was approaching, but it had gone north by the time I got there. So Yeah, Hmm. it's oh, it's very windy there by the way, too, guys. I don't know if we talked about that.
1: No, yeah, all the time.
0: Uh, in Saturday morning was the best, by the way. The best weather was Saturday morning, but the Mm -hmm. other days it was 10, gusting 1520.
2: Yeah, that's a little breezy. Yeah, Yeah, I don't remember that being a particular concern when I was there, so maybe it was just something about that week. Interesting, just sharing. It is okay.
1: All right. Well, thanks for that. That a dump. <laughs> and we'll grab the time. It sounded great.
2: Yeah. And how long was the drive? 12 hours? 13? Ooh, long. Okay. And I, you're getting ready to do it again, right? With with this guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, you fits. We got a long drive to South Carolina.
1: Yep. Nothing yeah. well, could be finer in South Carolina.
0: Two weeks, buddy.
1: Yeah, two weeks,
0: two weeks. We hit the road. All right. Oh, so, you know, just for fun, do you know what you're going to bring, Fitz? Yeah, name three. Uh, you know a, you're going to bring,
1: I had started a short list, but it, it may evolve, so I'm hesitant to say anything other than I've started thinking about it. We'll see. Plywood right. Overcast should should has to.
2: yes, of course. So, everybody listening, if you're going to be at Joe Now. Come see Fitz and Lee for a ride on plywood Overcast.
0: <laughs> Literally, a ride on plywood Overcast. Sit right there on that little white platform.
2: Yeah, And give Lee a hard time if he hasn't painted the motor mount yet. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to get a Sharpie and color it for
1: you. <laughs> Some people come up with paintbrushes and red paint. There you go. I have a painting party.
2: Paint the I motors will. while you're at
0: it. Uh, just adding, I will be bringing the twin otter on floats definitely to fly at the float pond.
1: All right, yeah, cool. bring something on floats. I got the well, I got the little mini twin otter. I might bring that. Oh yeah, Mike UMX and maybe the um, uh, the other turbo timber on floats as well. we'll yeah,
2: and you could bring fuel powered stuff as well. Yes,
1: yeah, so we talked about that. In fact, that'll lead into the next thing we're talking about. So, our friend of the show, Tomas at Legend Hobbies, has just started the great maxi lift and Stinger 35cc gas engine giveaway. So, uh, in a partnership of sorts with the AMA, uh, RCT <laughs> Roundtable, the Hobby View, and RC Geek, um, you can uh, enter to win this maxi lift and an associated gas engine so all you do is uh we're showing a picture here we have links on our facebook page and and it's all over the place Mm -hmm. uh so you just basically just have to follow those links and, and and either visit or like a bunch of different websites basically there's facebook instagram and youtube channels uh and so each each time you visit one of those places you get an extra chance to win that it's uh the plane in the yep. engine. So people are a little confused about that. You don't have to visit all of those, but if you do, it increases your chance of winning, if that makes any sense. And there's no cost to it, and I think you just have to set an- answer in your email address and your name, and that's it. Uh, I don't think you even have to be technically a re- even registered to Facebook. I'm not quite sure if you need to even log into Facebook or not. I think all those pages are
0: um This is visit.
1: So. Yeah, just visit yeah it used to be like but that's no features no longer available they said oh, the like feature doesn't work anymore so just visit those places and so that plane i have i have one of those myself that i'm working on for a review and if all goes well i will bring it with me to uh, Jonal as well all
0: right cool and <laughs> do
1: and do what And drop things out of it.
0: Drop, (laughs) drop things and and tow
1: things. And tow things. Drop things and tow things. The the plane itself, I should mention, has a working bomb bay and has a tow hitch. Okay, tow uh, hitch thing on it. So it's a very much a utilitarian plane, and it's pretty neat. Eighty what? Eighty something inch wingspan. Eighty. We're gonna tow plywood overcast. Yeah. And tow a glider after that, right? So tow one behind it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So I will bring a gasser to be flying the main flight line. Uh, Although uh, primary, uh, I think that's maybe quite any. I'll bring any other gassers or not. I'm not sure, but uh, so that'll be there. I'll be hopefully towing stuff. Lee and I and dropping stuff. I got some stuff for the Bombay to drop out of it, so it should be
2: cool. All right. So when will you guys be there? Tuesday. The, Do you know the dates? Is that like the twelfth? I think. I okay, and it's staying in until...
0: Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm way off. That next week is the twelfth. Uh the sixteenth of May.
2: Okay, I think yeah. the twelfth
0: is what it, the twelfth is when it officially starts. We'll be there Tuesday evening, the sixteenth, but we'll be there through Sunday morning.
2: Oh, nice. It's gonna fly by. No pun intended. Yep. Hmm. All right,
1: that's good. Yeah, it should give us a good chance to see and really soak it in. Last time we there, we we had to leave just as things were getting going. So yeah.
2: <laughs> so Lee, did you find our banner? I did not. Oh no! I got to figure out where it is.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll call Kirk and see if it's here. Good, nice little segue, because it All may right. be here. So guys, I'm sorry, hit the microphone there. Uh, coming up. On October 7th and 8th, and that's 5th and 6th for you early birds like me and Fitz. Best, Best Electrics in South Texas, is coming back for its 20th anniversary at Tri-County Barnstormers in New Waverly, Texas. I spoke to several people at SEF about Best, and I think we'll get at least one person to come down. <laughs> <laughs> I was... I was like, guys, you know, Best is like a mini Seth. It really is. And we've been in for 20 years. And they, I think when they heard 20 years, they go, oh, well, shoot, that's been a long time. I think we'll have to come visit. I said, go to RC groups and go check out our threads. You'll want to come to Best. So it definitely is not as large as Seth. We don't have the hookups or anything. But I ran into several people who said, oh, I'd heard about Best. That's in Texas, right? So I said, yeah, they got that part correct. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> it's, it's coming up. Yeah, it well, but they just heard best. So yeah. Anyway, the new flyer is on the screen, and we will be there, of course. So we hope those of you who are in the listening range of Texas, of southeast Texas, and you have nothing to do that weekend of October, please come out and hang with me and well, just come out hang out with Fitz and the (laughs) and the rest (laughs) for best. It'll be a blast. We always have a great time every year, and we'd love to have you join us. And hopefully, we'll do like a a show on Saturday,
1: Fitz. Oh, yeah. Get All a right. recording going. If we can, yeah, we'll just record it. I don't know. If, I don't remember the cell coverage out there, but at least we can do a pre-recorded yeah. one at least. Yeah, we've had a couple of recordings out there just sitting around the pits and a table,
0: and that's been fun. That's always been fun. Let's so do it again.
2: Indeed. All right. Are we out of stuff to talk about or is there more? I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, I
1: okay. Think that's enough.
2: Lee, it's
0: not two hours. It's not two hours, but we're getting close. So let's
1: wind Maybe it better. up. It's a downtrend. And on that note, I think we will uh, head off. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's good to have you back, Lee, and the band's back together again. So, of course, <laughs> we're going to be split up in a couple of weeks. But anyways, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And as always, if you got anything to say to us, please give us a shout at contact at rcroundtable.com. We read every and any emails, even the ones that are not so nice. We give those to Terry. (laughs) We give those to Terry, yes.
0: Hold on, hold
2: on. Since you said that, we have to admit that we're not great about responding to all of them.
1: Terry's not. I said, we read that respond.
2: <laughs> so don't take it personally.
1: Um, we usually we' try to get it wrong, too if you need to. I yeah. actually got back to the other guy, so I did we it was a little late, but we we responded.
2: okay, good. yeah, we're, it's usually a lack of inner communication, yeah,
1: it's three of us, her niece yeah. three cats. but we we'd love to hear from you. Us. so give us a shout if you can if you need to say anything. We'd love to hear from you. Let it know at least somebody's listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, you guys have any last things to say before we blow this taco stand?
2: Farfignugan.
1: All right. This, consider this taco stand blown. And thus is the end of the RC Roundtable, episode 173. Good day and good night. Good sir.